Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shameless List, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by my WrestleMania weekend, it's Cleon Bewley. Watch out, this pod's ridiculous, and the club looking so conspicuous, and why these women all on the prowl, if you hold the head steady, I'm a milk the cow, and it's the podcast. Hey, I'm straight in with that, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you a little bit why I've just done that. Um, I've been listening to plenty of hip-hop over this past two days. Yeah, yeah. But happy hip-hop. Happy hip-hop. Like No, not gangster hip-hop. Yeah. So I've steered clear of is he the West Side. And I've gone straight to the East Side. Because <laughs> that's, that's a bit more happy music. Whereas... The east side is a little bit more, I've got my hose and my nine. The west you side. know what I mean? Yeah. And smoke weed every day and Eminem and all that. Like, it's all a bit highly charged. And it puts you you've got, so you've gone, for, you've gone for party hip-hop as opposed to uh, uh, gangster so you're hip-hop. So yeah. more pro- mo money, yeah, more problems. You, a bit of a, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Bit of your commercial stuff, yeah. You know, bit of mace, uh, bit of mace, bit of diddy. Yeah. Bit of Luda, bit of Luda. Yeah. Bit of, everybody loves Ludacris, man. I mean, I, I personally don't trust you if you don't like Ludacris. Ludacris just makes everybody happy. Um, I remember I was saying this to a guy I used to work with. Now, <clears throat> coming from a, a catering background and working in kitchens, whenever you got the new kid in that was like 16, your job was to train them how to be a chef, but also to completely fucking ruin them as well. Um, but... <clears throat> As well as doing things like that and playing practical jokes, uh, you also have to show them the ways of, of the world by way of music. And when when the the young kids would come in and and say, "I want to put some music on," and they put this music on, and you'd go, "Hmm, this is okay." You know, I'm not I'm not an old man, and and I'm uh, I'm well up for listening to new things. But when they say, "I'm going to put some hip hop on," and you put some hip hop on, and 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 then you start listening to it, and you go, "No, no, 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 this isn't hip hop. I'm going to put you some hip hop on." And uh, yeah, there was one shift where I literally made this lad listen to Ludacris for like ten hours. Um, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> no, so Luda, also Jay. Yeah. Storytelling. It. Let's be honest. That's that's the quintessential rapper. Just in my opinion, yeah. ever. Jay. Uh, a little bit of tambourine, Eve. Mm-hmm. Tambourine, go on, chick tambourine. You know, you the mean, peaches and cream. Yeah, you the R and B tip. You've been going all out, are you? Aren't you? It Kanye. Sa- sounds like. Have a bit of Kanye. It sounds like you've been in Rosie O'Brien's on a Thursday night in 2001, Cleon. Mate, <laughs> it sounds like I've been in JFK. Can you remember <laughs> on a Thursday night when it was basically hip hop night and they basically played the one song after the other, after the other, after the other, and we used to sweat. The better night was. What was hip hop night? Was it. Thursday and Liquid. Um, originally, I mean, I'm talking way back in the day. It was Thursday nights in Rosie O'Brien's, um, you know, in the place, um, and then it was Sunday nights as well. Yeah, well where did R&B. we always go on a hip hop night? Mon- Thursday, Mondays. Um, it was the student night, and they did. Our um, R&B and hip hop was in Jumping Jacks, and the 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 ground floor of 
liquid was um, party and cheese, and the top floor was rock and metal. But the originally they had the top floor and Jack switched around, so they had R&B and hip-hop in the top floor. If you remember the top floor, it was tiny. It was a really yeah. small room, and, and Jack's was its own nightclub. Um, and they, they put the rock and metal in Jack's and the hip-hop and R&B upstairs, and it just didn't work. There was more people going up, up to the hip-hop. Uh, so they switched them around. So yeah, R&B and hip-hop was in Jack's on a Monday night, um, and it was Thursday. I mean, before that, it was Thursdays and Sundays in, in Rosie O'Brien's. Um, mm. But we, I remember doing loads of hip hop with you. Do you know what, man? It was like when I first got into like real. I call it real work. I mean, I was working from the age of fifteen in, in a news agents. But like when you when you hit sixteen and you get your national insurance number and you get your first real job, it was it was in kitchens. You know, my, my brother who worked in kitchens, he got me a job, and the whole um, team that every single person listened to R and B and hip hop. And it was just that was just the theme in in the kitchen and in the restaurant. Everybody I, listened to it, and I didn't get a medal those nights neither. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't get a medal for my service and party neither. I should get a medal for that as well. Services and party because because you and Dave were chefs. You forget this. Mm-hmm. So we used to go out when you'd finished a shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had I worked in an office. Yeah, finishing at five, waiting for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I finished work and then I went down to you at like 10. Mm-hmm. And then we went off to wherever uh, and did and did whatever. Yeah, it whatever, was... Whatever needed to be done. The, the thing and was... then we used to get home at God knows what time in the morning. And I was still up in the morning. However, the clubs used to shut really, didn't they then? Yeah, it was two o'clock once. It was like two. So it was two closing. o'clock, and everything was shut, and they done. used to shut everything. Mm-hmm. There was no all nighters like. But and that was back when pubs, pubs and clubs had different licenses. So the pubs would close at eleven o'clock, and then you had to go yeah. to a club. Um, which, you know, for me, I I think that was a better time because, you know, the clubs were always busy because. Yeah. When when they changed the licensing laws and everybody could stay open until whenever the fuck they wanted, um, everywhere just wasn't as busy because the people were obviously spread around all the venues that decided to stay open. Um, but if you, all your pubs are closing at 11 and everybody's heading to the club, and bear in mind, how many were there at the time? You had, you had the place, you had um, valleys or creation, depending on yeah. how, how old you were. Um, Liquid had just oh, both. opened. Both, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Liquid had just opened, so you had Liquid as well. Um, uh, there was the there was the club, uh, the gay bar, um, and that was about it. Like four, four of them. I, I see you. I see your head. I wanted to take you to a gay bar. I see your head going in your hands because you know we've had some banging nights in the club. <laughs> listen, listen. I've got to be honest with you, Dave. I, in some of the karaoke nights at the club. Um, I wrapped up for the for the last five songs in the night, <laughs> and it, it was a joy. It was a, an absolute joy. No, I, uh, I really would not. It was that. beautiful, um, and I brought the house down. It was, it was quite <laughs> honest. I, I did some fantastic mercury. It was fantastic, Dave. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, um, I had some great times in the club. Um, yeah, but club karaoke it used to be karaoke night on a, a Thursday in the club. Every Thursday, and used to get all, 
other queens out. <laughs> what night was... Um, we used to do karaoke in Yates's, didn't we, in Hanley? What night was that? That was a Sunday. Was that a Sunday? Yeah, all the you night. work out all of these things we used to do, drinking. It's well, basically Monday, that's through what to, I was, basically that, Monday through to Sunday. That's what I was going to say. Like, you know, the routine, working in, in catering and working in kitchens, it's unsociable hours. And I worked in a restaurant where we didn't close until midnight. Um, 11 o'clock, um, I think it was like Monday through Thursday, it was 11. And then the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was midnight. Um, so, you know, we didn't go out until after midnight, but we were out seven days a week. Um, you know, and, and couple that with, you know... No, we weren't. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. Go no, on. we weren't. You're lying there. We did nothing on a Tuesday. Brannigan's? No, no, Brannigan's wasn't open on a Tuesday. It was. Nothing Bran- was open on a no, Tuesday. No, it was. Brannigan's student night. Uh, you had student night Brannigan's was Tuesday night. But that didn't last long. It didn't last long, no. But when, when Tuesdays stopped being a thing, that's when house drinking became a thing. So we didn't go out out, but we still house no, drank. That's when PlayStation became a thing. Yeah, and in a crate. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Um, so, you know, you've got you've got like not finishing till midnight going out. You've got the twelve fourteen hour shifts. Um, plus well, Tuesday was my detox. Plus, I was studying as well. If you remember, <laughs> you know, I was still. Plus, you were studying. I was working still, a forty hour week, Dave. I was still. Um, <laughs> well, so was I. I was fucking full-time yeah. uni and working 40 hours and Well, you didn't start an later on in the day. I left at 7 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> yeah, and? Yeah. <laughs> I was in fucking... I was in uni 9 till 4 and then work 5 till midnight. <laughs> I tell you. I was um, knackered. Oh, mate, it was... But it didn't... I, I think about it now, and and, and I, I think to myself, how the hell did we used to do that? Because, you know... I've got no idea. Mondays. myself. My routine. Mondays, uh, college or uni, whichever year it was, um, till three or four, uh, and then it was either work or it was straight out, because Monday night was student night. And then yeah. you, you're out till two two in the morning, then you have to go get your food, so three in the morning, then back to yours and, and, and eat, and then sleep, and then up for college or uni the next day and when Brannigan's was um was open <clears throat> it was out again on the tuesday night and and then you know college or uni whatever in the day on wednesday then work wednesday night and then it was fucking zanzibar in newcastle and it yeah. was but it was the same every night so you know it was the place or liquid on a monday it was Brannigan's on a tuesday it was zanzibar on a wednesday it was rosie's on a thursday it was where the fuck ever on a Friday and the same on a Saturday, whichever town you ended up in. Saturday, and Friday then, and Saturday was just it. Yeah, whichever town you end up in will end up in that town. And Sunday was um, was Rosie O'Brien's again. And then you start again. And there was and Sunday was Yates's again. Yeah, when Rosie's closed. Yeah, um, it was Yates's. Oh, are you calling Yates's Rosie's in the same place? No, no, Rosie's was next to the place. If you remember, Rosie's was the right, same, okay, same as the place. I'm just then, wondering if you're getting Rosie's no, no, no. and Yates's and so, there, okay. Rosie's on a Sunday night was your R&B night until it closed. And then um, it was karaoke, karaoke at Yates's. Um, yeah. But there was, no, there was no let up. There was no week off. There was no, and, and it wasn't even like if you were broke, you, you'd go, I'm, I'm broke, guys. I can't come this week because we just paid for you. <laughs> whoever whoever was broke got paid for and then when they got paid it was their turn to pay back you know what i mean mm. there was several times when when dave brady was out of work 
He, he never stayed yeah. in because he was broke. He was always out. Don't worry, Dave. We'll, we'll get you beers. It's fine. It was mainly me. Here's 20 quid. Brady fucking paid for me when I was working. We had, there was one night. He, he, mainly me. He phones me up and he's like, dude, we're going out tonight. And I'm like, well, I'm not, mate. I'm I'm skint. I've literally got I'm zero yeah. pence. Nothing. Off the back off the back of that, two days later, Dave's like, Cleon, I'm broke. Honestly, man, he just it's true. It's he, true. He just got back into work and he'd had his first pay packet, and he's like, "No, you're coming out, and, oh, and I'll pay for everything." He lit, I didn't put my hand in my pocket, and then we went shaffers for curry after as well. <laughs> oh, anyway, day with the days and a bit of a now old and grey, and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> anyway, we've been celebrating twelve months. Yes, 12 months of uh, the return of Shingler's List. 12 months since the return of, Sh- of Shingler's List, and probably 12 months since 2018 when Ping Pong got a bat in Wuhan. Uh, yeah, 2019. 2019. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which basically set in a, um, a sequence of events that brought in what we like to call now as COVID-19. So... Last year, on the 16th of March, we were all told to stay at home and work at home. Stay at home. Work from home. And if you can't, don't don't worry about it. The government's going to pay you 80% of your basic wage. And from that moment, we all became a nation of Joe Wicks watching, Piers Morgan ranting, pots and pans banging, uh, whilst painting on our windows and clapping outside for the NHS. We did our bit. Anyway, it. that's COVID wrapped up. So, <laughs> we got... <laughs> yeah, so 12 months of sitting down, in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah, nothing... We Are we any wiser from this year, Dave? No, I mean, everybody... I mean, you survived <clears throat> COVID. I did survive COVID, yeah. Um, um, hashtag COVID survivor. Um, we... I think everybody started <laughs> off with really positive intentions, like you know, I've got we've we've got time. We're going to do something. I'm going to learn a language. I'm going to learn how to play the piano. I'm going to learn um, ping pong. I'm going to do weights in the house. I'm going to go jogging. And everybody started off with really good intentions, but I, I'm not sure anybody actually finished it off. I mean, I I know we spoke about this on Thursday when we did the Instagram live, uh, going back through like Facebook memories and stuff. You know, one year ago, all this period is the first couple of weeks of lockdown, and everything's like I'm doing weights in the house and and I'm super positive and everything. But I was still um, just coming out of me me fitness binge from the end of 2019. You know, lost mm. all that weight in 2019, still going to the gym, and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, Jesus, you were super thin. I'm like, I'm not sure if that was healthy or not. Um, and yeah, it was. And uh, yeah, so you were burning more than you were putting on. Well, looking at the shape of me and and the weight that I'd lost and whatnot, and 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 I can see in these videos and stuff. I'm I'm trying to carry that on. I was doing you know high intensity intermittent training in the house. I was doing core workouts, doing weights, and everything was great. And I don't know what happened, but at some point during the lockdown, I just stopped i don't know whether it was when like <clears throat> when when things started to reopen again um i don't i don't, it may it may have been later on in the year maybe it was closer to september when i went back to work i don't know but um <clears throat> do you know do you know when it was for me go on it was kind of the moment pretty much the moment i broke my leg 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did your legging, didn't you? That was kind of the moment. And then we went into lockdown, I think, the week after. Um, which was perfect timing, really, because the hospital rushed me through in, through in a week and a half. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. that's by the by. Um, in that small time, I kind of went, oh, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Because I did my leg. And before that, I'd been really fit in lockdown, as you know. Yeah. Did yeah, loads yeah. of jogging, loads of jogging, jogging. Bought an Apple Watch. Oh, got an Apple Watch. <laughs> uh, jogging, jogging. Oh, got an Apple Watch. If I have heart attack, it calls an ambulance to my exact location. What? Ah, jogging, jogging, jogging. So there we go. And when I... Then we started football again, sorry. And it was even more high-intensity workout, so it was even more fitness, and I was even more fitter. I was quicker than I've ever been, and I, I felt really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a few games. The team looked absolutely amazing, and then I broke my leg, and I kind of went, Bleh. <laughs> And then the week after we went into lockdown, so I just kind of went, well, that's, that's wrapped that up. Yeah. And this last lockdown, I've had just no motivation. I've, yeah. All I've done is eat pie. Yeah, I've been exactly the same, but mine's been like a, it's been a slow build from last year. And I think it's, it's, it, it's a combination of like, when you think things are back to normal, you're back in work. Because I got put back on furlough a couple of times and... Um, I had to isolate twice, and it was just that constant stop-start of, you know, go to work, oh, now you're furloughed, go to work, now you've got to isolate, Uh, go to work, and then work shut down for two weeks, Um, you know, because we had, um, uh, it wasn't a COVID outbreak, we had... Um, everybody got pinged on the track and trace basically, so there was no staff. So it was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna close close down for two weeks, um, and then it was back to work. And I'd been back in work three days, and that's when I tested positive for COVID. So it was back at home for two weeks, and then it was Christmas, so I was off for two weeks. And then you think you're going back to work, and then Boris comes out and goes, oh no, another lockdown. So. I think a combination yeah. of all that just made me, in my head, I'm, I just went, fuck it. And and I would just eat. I ate anything that was put in front <laughs> of me. I, didn't, I haven't done any exercise. Uh, but I can, I, I can really feel it now because going back to work um, at, at the beginning of March, I've, I'm, obviously I'm, I'm using my body more, I'm walking more, I'm moving more, and, and I'm aching. And I'm like, fuck, this is like, this is not like me, you know what I mean? It's, and I know I've got, I know I've had a couple of injuries over the years, um, but I've always been able to get about and, and walk and work and, and lift things up and move around and there's not been any issues. But these mm-hmm. last two weeks, like my back hurts, I've done something to my leg, um, the arthritis and my foot's been kicking in again and I haven't felt that for, for nearly 18 months when I lost... Yeah. A, you gout. Well, I've got. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thing is, though, I was, I was like, is this gout? What the fuck's this? And then diagnosed with arthritis. But after losing all that weight late 2019, that really helped on the foot with the arthritis. And I haven't felt that pain for like 18 months, and it's back. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. for God's sake. And you know, so a combination of just being super lazy, not being exercising, not watching what I'm eating, and obviously being in lockdown. So. A, all that put together, not doing anything constructive in the house, just lying on the fucking settee, staring at the ceiling, has literally made my body like go, when it's had to do some fucking work. 
<laughs> so I'm bloody, you know, I do four weeks. I do four weeks. It's pissing Easter. I've got two weeks off now. And I'm like, for God's sake. So, you know, I'm, I'm obviously we've got, um, you know, today when the podcast goes out, Boris is meant to be doing his speech on whether the, the April 12th lift of restrictions can go ahead. So hopefully in a week's time, the gyms will be open again, but I'm but I'm hoping, like I say, I've done something to my right leg. I'm hoping that the leg's healed enough for me to actually get my arse back into the gym um, next week, mm. and then I can get... I feel once the gym's open and I can go to the gym, I can get back on top of the fitness and get back into the right mindset. I need that kick up the arse now. I need places to be open. I need the gym to be open. I need to be in work so I can get into that, back into routine, um, and then hopefully that'll get me right mentally to get on top of the eating as well um but uh yeah i'm a fucking mess clown <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound very good david not at all really i'll be fine me pers- so me personally back in december football was decided to be called off mm-hmm. yeah the football league said no more there's no more football going on so today on what's the date today sunday the 14th we kick back into our sunday it's the fourth you're right dave into our sunday match program easter sunday (laughs) easter sunday yeah thank you with it with it with the easter sunday pre-match game and jesus christ we found something out dave i have very happy feet You, Do you know what I mean? You're doing twinkle toes the, the, all over the pitch. Oh, mate, <laughs> mate, mate, talk about bloody happy. <laughs> oh, my God. The ball's running towards me. I've never been so nervous in my life. Jesus Christ, I was having flashbacks of keepers running at me. You know, from when I broke my leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was having flashbacks of that. I was like, ooh. <laughs> and doing a weird type of dance before I kicked the ball. Like if you would have played Spanish music to every moment I was on the ball today <laughs> in this football match, it would have been brilliant. It would have been all over soccer AM. Like that. Oh mate. We drew two two. The results not really important. The yeah. ref said after the game, Oh, I would have given a few penalties in there towards you. But considering it's a friendly, I just let the game go. Which doesn't do much for Cleon not wanting to kill the ref. <laughs> but good game, nice hot sun. No one's played for a good few many months. So I think a lot of lads will be jogging this week. <laughs> um before next Sunday. I think that'll I think today will get a lot of people moving. I need to get clattered more, so Yeah. yeah I'm getting football Tuesday nights to get clattered. I think you've got to like, you know, you need to build that stamina back up as well, don't you? And build that resistance back up. Um, like I say, I, I I need get clattered. I know, I know, I'm not, um, I'm not playing football. I'm just, you know, on about general fitness and work, but just not doing anything since whatever month last year. It's really fucked me up. So, you know, for somebody like yourself who plays football week in and week out, I thought I was going to have heart attack after five minutes. <laughs> I'm not joking, you know, when you have to put your hands up, but you know, when you get the chest pain. Yeah, and your hands go up. Oh. And you cramp. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know, you get that cramp across your heart and you think, oh, Lord. No, not now. I'm yeah, not, not now. Pitch. It's not, not my now. time. It's not my time. 
It's not the time. It's not the time. It's not the time. And you talk yourself down and you're like, it's a f- <laughs> out your nose. <laughs> Went out your mouth. And you're going dizzy and you can see spots. You're like, oh, come on second wind where you're at. And then you're fine. <laughs> but for that, for that seven minutes, Dave, the entire team went, oh, he's got happy feet attacking. <laughs> and I went, these know I've got happy feet. They're attacking me. <laughs> Which basically just made the problem 20 times worse. But yeah, so I'm going to go again on Tuesday night against a harder team to yeah. basically get me clattered. Because mm-hmm. I need somebody to tackle me. Yeah. Not break me legs. Not hopefully. break your leg, and then you can be like, "Okay, we're all right." That's, then I that's can relax. Way I, now. Go, I go. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Got, yeah. Oh, oh, everything's still. We're works. okay. We're still working now. You know what I mean? Mm. That's. I need that type of contact onto my body. So yeah, mm. go again on Tuesday night to see what I can get. Uh, beans as we're on the subject of football, do you, do you have football news for us this week? I do have, do football, have football news. news. I do have football I believe, news. I believe we, it's been very positive in the city this weekend. It's very, it's a very positive city, Dave. <laughs> because on Good Friday, Stoke City beat Bristol City 2-0. They, they were playing them away, so they were playing at Bristol Town. Yeah. Port Vale, the fourth win in a row against Exeter. The fourth win in a row. Fourth win in a row. Apparently... Um, Looking good to be safe from relegation, even though we're not mathematically safe. It's, no, they're not getting relegated, no. It seems fine, yeah. Yeah, they can basically go and book their holidays and chill. They're, they're staying in the league. And then today, Dave, on mm-hmm. Easter Sunday, New, Newcastle 2, Tottenham Hotspur 2. Ooh, close. So I'll take that with I'll three points clear of relegation. And we've got a game in hand on Fulham. Right. Who are the team below three points behind? So if we win our game in hand, there's a possibility of being, you know, the six points. Yeah, yeah. If we can get six points clear, if we can get six points clear of them, hopefully that'll get us that'll keep through. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then we can press on. We've got off memory. We've got Wall Burnley. I don't know what order this is in, by the way. Fixtures Newcastle wise. We've got Burnley, Wolves, West Ham. West and then I think we've got Man City, Liverpool. You've got, I've got them up here. Got them up here, dude. So you've got Burnley, West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Arsenal. Le- Leicester, Man City, Sheffield, and Fulham. That's your oh, last. Um, Fulham, the last game last of the game season. Fulham, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need be three points clear before that last game of the season. Yeah. Because if you're just three points, you don't want to go into that game. No. That's no. anything can happen, Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. That's uh, <clears throat> you should you should be alright though. No, we're relegated, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, relegated. Do you, do you actually think that, or are you just not leading yourself into a full sense of security? Like, well, next week I think we've got Maximum and Wilson back, so. We've got a good outside shot now. If we can get that win against Burnley, yeah, then I think we're going to gain some momentum. I don't think we'll get a win against Burnley. Right, right. Mm. It's only when we're playing against good teams we play well. Uh, you've got a few right. good teams coming up, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. We've got Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal, 
So we'll probably get three points from there and lose all the games against the easy teams. Lose all the games that you should really be winning. Which, which, if you look into football, from a football mentality point of view, is a shit mentality. Yeah. Because you've got the ability to do it against the big teams, but you don't bother you against don't, yeah. the little teams. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a shit mentality. Yeah. There's, um, I mean... The- I suppose that it's like a psychology thing as well, isn't it? You know, there's a lot of sport. I no, me- it's a shit mentality. Um, yeah, yeah. I mentioned um, uh, Luke Rockhold and Michael Bisbingley on the last, I think it was the last podcast, um, when we were on about um, England football and I was trying to put that theory over into into other, into other sports uh, areas. And now Luke Rockhold, you know, somebody who was a legitimate champion who'd already beat Michael Bisbing, literally came in with the, ah, this guy's not that good. We'll be all right. And uh, you got sparked out. (laughs) Shit mentality. Yeah, shit mentality. Um, Hey, you know what? Speaking of uh, contact sports, you can't really call it a sport, Cleon, but um, there's a shit ton of wrestling on this week. Oh, is it? Go on, when when does WrestleMania start? Just give me the headline, because it's going to be a bunch of Jif and Jaff over two nights. Well, the... The re- I don't re- like it over two nights, Dave. They've lost my interest in it over it two nights. It was all right last year, but bear in mind, it was the middle of the pandemic. Um, not the middle, but it was the, it was the you know, everywhere, the everywhere's fucking closed, and they had to go to the performance centre and do WrestleMania in front of no crowd. And, and that's why they did it over two nights. Um, it was because of the way it had to be filmed. It was because of safety procedures. Um, and and it was to, you know, try and draw more attention to it, I guess. But they're doing the same thing again, and they're doing it with a crowd this time. And I think they're doing it over the two nights to get, obviously, for more ticket sales and stuff. But it's a whole jam-packed week. Now, this is just, like, the major players as well. So today, Sunday the 4th, saw New Japan Pro Wrestling's Secure Genesis, um, <laughs> which I... Uh, resubscribe to New Japan Pro Wrestling World so I could watch it this morning. Uh, it's only like fucking six quid a month. It's like 999 yen, which is about six, just over six quid a month. And you get a fucking ton of wrestling for that in your month. So I was like, you know, six quid, I'll, I'll, I'll get the subscription back and I'll watch it. Really, really good, a proper solid pay-per-view. And the main event was Kota Ibushi. Now what they've done is they've taken the IWGP heavyweight title and the IWGP intercontinental title and they've unified them and they've called it the iwgp world heavyweight championship and kota Ibushi is the first iwgp world heavyweight champion um and he was facing will osprey who's a british guy who's really good he's been in new japan for yeah. five years now um and he's built himself up from junior heavyweight up to heavyweight uh, he can still move like a junior heavyweight he's a really good character and i thought this is going to be a blinding match but they're going to keep the belt on kota Ibushi. You know, he's the golden boy uh, at the moment in New Japan. They're going to keep the belt on him. Um, and, you know, he'll be the, the poster boy going forward with this new belt. Uh, it's his first defence, so of course he's going to win. Did he fuck? Will Ospreay took the belt. British Will Ospreay took the fucking belt. And I'm like, I did not see that coming. It was a fantastic main event. Really good match. Ospreay gets the belt. Starting up a feud with uh, Los Angobanovas de Japon and um, Okada, it looks like it's going to be really, really good. So that, that was Sunday. You know, going into the week, you've got Monday Night Raw, 
tomorrow or Tuesday, mm. whenever you decide to watch it, you've got Monday Night Raw. On Tuesday, Monday Night Raw. you've got the WWE Hall of Fame, which they filmed last week, I believe. Um, so the Hall of Fame's on Tuesday. And then Kane. On, yeah, Kane's gone in, yeah. Um, on Wednesday is NXT TakeOver. So it's the NXT quote-unquote pay-per-view. That's also over two nights. So you've got TakeOver on Wednesday, as, as well as AEW Dynamite. Um, you've got TakeOver Night 2 on Thursday, as well as Impact Wrestling, which is now moved to Thursdays. On Friday, you've got SmackDown. On Saturday, you've got WrestleMania Night 1. On Sunday, you've got WrestleMania Night 2. And then on fucking um, Monday, it's the Raw After Mania. It's the, you've always got to watch Raw After Mania because that's when cool shit happens. And also on the Saturday, you've got New Japan Strong, which is their weekly TV show, and there's a, um, an Impact pay-per-view in the afternoon. It's just so much fucking wrestling. Now, that's just the major fucking promotions. There's going to be a shit ton of independents on as well, like Fight TV, uh, online sports broadcaster. Generally around WrestleMania week, all the little independent promotions put an event on and it's broadcast on Fight TV for a, for a fee. But you're talking a couple of quid, really. I think I watched like a Rev Pro one a couple of years ago and it was about two, three quid to, to buy it. Um, so you've got all the independents as well. But then leading into the second week of the Easter holidays, the whole schedule's flipped. Um, so everything's kind of moving nights. I mentioned that Impact's moved to a Thursday now. Well, NXT is moving to a Tuesday. It was on a Wednesday, the same night as AEW. And you had this Wednesday night war thing going on, which was never a fucking war. It's just people still living in the 90s. It's like, give it a fucking break. Um, but every night of the week, there is an option of wrestling. This is in America, obviously because um, the time difference so on mon on monday you've got raw on tuesday you'll have nxt on wednesday you'll have aew thursday you'll have impact friday you'll have smackdown saturday you'll have new japan strong and then sunday's open for your pay-per-views um mm -hmm. it it's ridiculous and it's it's brilliant because now there's no conflict you can watch whatever you want to watch without missing something else if you want to watch that as well it's something different on every night and, and wrestling hasn't had my interest for quite a while. And over the last couple of weeks, I've really got back into it, especially AEW and Impact. And AEW are working with these different promotions now. They're working with Impact. They're working with New Japan, kind of. They're working with AAA in Mexico. Um, and then it was announced last week. I can't fucking believe this, Cleon. But it was announced last week. I thought this was an April Fool's. I genuinely thought this was an April <laughs> Fool's. So you watch, um, you've watched the Broken Skull Sessions on the network with Steve Austin. Yeah. Steve Austin's next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions is AEW's Chris Jericho. Uh. An inter-promotion thing happening there. But WWE and its main rival, um, AEW, and... I, I'm still not convinced this is going to happen. I, I'm still like, this has got to be an April Fool. But the news was put out on April the 2nd, and I'm like, well, it's not an April Fool then, and it's been confirmed by the network, by Steve Austin. It's gone. It's on Peacock as well. Peacock, who now own the network in America, um, have announced it. I'm like, is this actually fucking happening? Are, are AEW kind of working with the WWE on this? Because um, that's... 
phenomenal if that's the case. If they can build a working relationship with WWE, I don't think that's the case. I just think it's Stone Cold and Chris Jericho are friends. I think, from what I've heard, Stone Cold messaged Vince and said, Luke, I've got an opportunity to get Chris Jericho on Broken Skull Sessions. Is this okay? Because, he, you know, he wrestles for the opposition, basically. And Vince went, yeah, fine. Do it. Um, and why would you not want to... I've always thought, why would you not want to do that? If you can get a big player from the opposition and get him onto your network, you will bring eyes to the platform. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's phenomenal. AW, AW's doors are open to all these companies to work with, and they're like, yeah, sound, let's do it. They're working with Impact. They're kind of working with New Japan. They're working with um, AAA. Uh, New Japan are working with Impact as well, again, and that's something that that relationship was burnt in the 2000s, and they're working with, with Impact So again. who are WWE working with? themselves because they're the fucking biggest player in the game they don't have to work with anybody at all you know they've got their own developmental which is nxt they've got raw they've got smackdown two separate brands yeah fair. you they, don't need it they don't need to work with anybody but you know neither do aew really but it's interesting it's really fucking interesting to get these other guys in and you go you can prop if you're a wrestling fan, you can prop a mark out when when Kenta from New Japan turns up on AEW and fucking GTS is John Moxley, you're like, Holy fucking shit, that's Kenta from New Japan. What's he doing in AEW? When the Good yeah. Brothers turn up from Impact um and, and, and do a run in an AEW, when Kenny Omega wrestles at an impact fucking pay-per-view the AEW champion wrestles at an impact pay-per-view when the impact tag team belts are held by a new japan team it's it's brilliant for a wrestling fan it, yeah it's got me really interested in episodic wrestling again i've watched AEW and impact for the last two three weeks um I'm going to be watching all the wrestling this week because it's fucking WrestleMania. Of course I'm going to. And I'm still <laughs> an absolute child when it comes to WrestleMania. You know what I mean? I will watch everything this week. And no doubt this time next week I'll be moaning me bag off about it. Telling you how, a, bad, it how was, bad it was. And B, how tired I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've, same time every year i think i've planned it where i know where i'm not going to have to stay up and watch things live because of the way everything's broadcast <laughs> so you know i don't have to do raw live i can do that on tuesday i can do the hall yeah. of fame on wednesday um i'll probably do takeover live just because takeover is always fucking awesome but then I'm, i'll have to do AEW on the thursday and then I'll do TakeOver Live again, and I'll have to do Impact on the Friday. But going into WrestleMania on the Saturday, I'll probably have to watch SmackDown Live, unless I can get a stream of it on the, on the Saturday day. Um, because, oh no, actually. No, 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 no. Oh, no, it depends what time Mania starts. I might Can't be able just to... just log in the network? It's not on, it's not on the... Um... The network SmackDown. Um, depending on what time Mania starts, I might be able to watch the repeat of SmackDown before Mania starts. I don't know. We'll see. But it's going to be a very, very tiring week. And whether I'll do the week after is worth a wrestling as well, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah. I'm very excited about it and very much looking forward to it. Um, I am like a child in a candy store 
when it comes to WrestleMania season. Uh, but like I say, no doubt this time next week, I'll just be like, Claire, it was wank, mate. Not fucking worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. I'm tired. All that time I'm ratty. And, and it's not worth it. <laughs> so who's the main event? Um, I believe it's a triple threat. On the SmackDown side, uh, I believe it's Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and Edge in a triple Ooh. threat. Um, on the well, Raw side, it's, it's Bobby Lashley. Um, I'll get it up now. Uh, it, it's definitely Bobby Lashley's the champ. Um, but I don't know who he's facing. I don't know whether it's um, Drew McIntyre um, or what. Because I, I, as much as I've been watching episodic wrestling, um, I've, I've not been watching any WWE. I've been watching all the other ones instead. And this was the week I'm catching up with, mm. with WWE. So um, I'm not actually too clued up on, on the matches that have been signed yet. Uh, however, yeah, yeah, it is Drew McIntyre. So Bobby Lashley, who's the champ, will be facing Drew McIntyre um, for the for the title. So this is night one as it stands. You've got Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the women's title. Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Um, Bad Bunny, that's right. Hip-hop star Bad Bunny versus The Miz um, in a singles match. The New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, that should be pretty good. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match because Shane McMahon has missed a WrestleMania all of a fucking sudden. Um, and Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I don't know what the the story is behind that. It'll be a good match because they're two fucking brilliant wrestlers, but I'm not emotionally invested in that. Um, night two so far. Uh, yeah, Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. Triple threat for the title. Uh, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley, that'll be good. They're both brilliant uh, for the Raw women's title. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, I'm interested to see what happens. That's going to be a spooky match. Um, Big E versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental belt. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. Um, And Riddle, because he's no longer called Matt Riddle, it's Riddle versus Sheamus for the United States belt. I can take or leave that. Um, so yeah, good matches. They've got a couple of celebrities in there. Get some eyes on the on the card. Nothing overly special, and I think that's because it's not a, a there's there's no crowd. There's not a hundred thousand people, is there? You know what I mean. So they're not going to pull out all the big guns when the crowd is tiny. You know. I'm still waiting for Vince McMahon to ring us up to ask us to come to WrestleMania and wrestle. Yeah. I'm game. I'm fully on board. I'm game. I mean, it depends how bad my arthritis is, but I'll give it a good go. You know? Oh, shut up. <laughs> You'll ignore your arthritis. Mate, so. I will happily take a fucking spear from Edge. It's fine. I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I won't give Edge a spear. You know what? I'm, I'm fucking... I'm really looking forward to this Broken Skull Sessions, though, with Jericho, if, if that's happening, because I fucking love Chris Jericho anyway. Um, <laughs> and... This whole crossover thing. Will he be? Will he be allowed to talk about AEW? I don't know, but uh, but no, yeah, yeah, of course, of course he will because he's doing it for Broken Skull. It should be, yeah, but it's on the W. It's a WWE show on the WWE Network. It's not Stone Cold's podcast. But isn't he got really good relations with Vince? He did leave on good terms. Yeah, it's you know when he when he didn't re-sign with WWE and he went to New Japan, um, he did get Vince's blessing. Um, you know and. And I think 
the whole AEW thing. I'm not sure whether he got Vince's blessing for that, but yes, they were on really good terms. Um, yeah. they did, and they left on good terms. The same with Paul White, um, the big show. He's now signed with AEW, mm. and he he left on good terms as well. He was told, I listened to a couple of podcasts with him on, um, he did uh, he did Talk as Jericho, he did the, the Rene Young um, podcast as well, and he said he was told he would never headline a WrestleMania again. He will never win the world title again. He, will, he won't even be used to put over um, developmental talent. Um, they're basically going to give him a legends contract and put him in a retiring home. That's that's what they're, they're going to do with him. And he was like, mm. he felt like he had loads more to offer. And for the first time in a long time, he's in phenomenal shape as well. You know, the guy's got a fucking six pack these days as the big show. And he just felt like he had more to offer, which is why he didn't resign. And he went to AEW, but he spoke to Vince and he's like, Luke, this is what I want to do. And Vince was like, you've been loyal and you've done everything that I've ever wanted you to do for 21, however many years, it's 20, 21, 22 years. You've been loyal. You've done everything, regardless of what it is, whatever I've asked you to do, you've done it. And I'm happy that you've found something else that you want to do. So you go and you do what you need to do. That's, you, you know, they left on good terms. Um, but when you're the big show and when you're Chris Jericho, when you're a massive player in WWE, you can you can do that. You know, if you're one of the the curtain jerkers, then I'd imagine it'd be a different conversation. Um, yeah. People, I think I think a lot of people underrate Chris Jericho and how good he actually is. He's and, very good. And what he's done for the industry as well, and and what he what he does for young up-and-coming talent and a lot of people confuse it with oh he's he's just using the talent to get himself over to keep himself relevant and that's not the case he's he's helping the young talent i mean that whole thing he did with kevin owens and in, in wwe um when they were best friends was fucking yeah. genius and you just made the list yeah it was brilliant and you know uh what he what he does with uh, sammy guevara now in um in aew you know they did uh, this they they were a tag team and they struck a pose during um the match and in you know a photo happened he got put on a t-shirt and they were like you know hands on the heads and they were striking it was like a proper jeff goldblum pose and um and they ended up forming a tag team called the less sex gods um it was funny uh but it worked and it really put sammy Guevara over um, and it was, you know, because of Jericho and who he is and the ideas he comes up with, he fucking, he's brilliant with the younger talent. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal wrestler. One of my he's favorites. Very good wrestler. One of my favorites, you know. If we, if we move through the generations, for Jericho's generation, he was my favorite, probably, wrestler. Um, stayed with, you know what, he stayed with WWE as well. Um, he didn't have a TV contract for I don't know however many years, but he was still contracted. He did all the house shows. He was a full-time performer, did all the house shows, uh, but never did anything on TV, um, but did everything else. All the other all the other shows that they did, he did everything, um, which is why he appeared on the network on one of the Madison Square Garden nights, because it was just a house show that they said, we're going to televise this on, on the network. And there's Chris Jericho. Nobody's seen him for like two years. Jericho's turned up now. Jericho never went away. He was still working full time. He just didn't want to be on TV. He was like, "Yeah, yeah I don't really need a storyline. I'll just do your house shows." 
It's like, I'll just work you know, away in the back. He's stocks, he's stocks falling, but he's like, nah, who cares? Um, yeah, brilliant. Looking forward to that interview. Um, that's fucking, I've geeked off about wrestling there for quite a while, haven't I? You have. Yeah. Um, thanks for putting up with me, though. It's like... <laughs> no, it was good. It was, it was, it was well interesting. I'm waiting for your big sigh. <sighs> it was well interesting, Dave, for fuck's sake. That's what I have to do every week with the football. It's like Hogan spunk everywhere. Um, Boris. <laughs> Boris is uh, addressing the Commons tomorrow and addressing the nation, is he not? Oh, to say, what's he moaning at now? I'm getting bored of this, Dave. Well, he's, he has to give a week's Get notice. television again at half seven. Yeah, he has to give a week's notice for the change of restrictions. So, because the plan date is April the 12th for the change of restrictions, he has to address the nation to, well, Monday night to say, yes, it's going ahead. Um, but apparently... Boris is going to have the best press conference announcing the pubs are going to open at a oh, week's time. Nice. Um, well, apparently they're talking about the COVID passports tomorrow. I think that's, I think it's going to become a thing, Cleon. COVID passports, you know, the vaccination passports, like which. Oh, that's another podcast. It's a slippery fucking slope. You know it what I mean? It is a slippery it's slope. A slippery it's slippery slope. But it's only like, I suppose it's only like green fever. You know, when you have to go to Cuba. Mm. And before you go to Cuba, you have to have a shot. And you have to pay for the shot, and if you don't, oh, right. you don't go in you the country. You don't go in. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, so it's only really people are going crazy over the thought of you're not going to let me in if I haven't had this, that, and the other. But the people that are going crazy, are you having a vaccine? Yeah. Well, it doesn't well, matter then, does it? You know what I mean? Well, if you're having the vaccine, what's your what's your you've had I, the vaccines? I think. Beans? One of the arguments will be is like, oh, you know, it's have your vaccine and get your COVID passport. It's only going to be temporary. That's one of the things that's been bashed about. It's only going to be temporary just until the country's back on its feet and then everybody's safe and you won't need them. But I say this, you know, lockdown was only meant to be temporary and technically we're still in it. We're just easing out of it. You know what I mean? It's it that was only meant to be temporary and it's been 12 months. Yeah, and and the fear is a, a COVID passport is quote unquote meant to be temporary, but in twelve months' time it's still a thing, and then in eighteen months it's just normal, and then we normalise it. So the thought of getting rid of them just isn't even in your head because it's just a normal thing. Oh, have you, have you got your COVID passport, mate? Like book a table for eight for Friday yeah. night. Have you got have your COVID passports? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got them. Oh, brilliant. No worries. Uh, take your name. It's it's just been going to become a normal thing, and then it doesn't go away. I mean, personally, I've had my vaccine. I, I'm not asked. I'll have a COVID passport. You know what I mean? It doesn't affect yeah. me. But for the people that choose not to, for whatever reason, whether you just don't want one because you don't feel you need one, or whether because you're a fucking idiot and you think that the government are putting tracking systems in you, um, you know, if you choose not to have one, that's fair enough. But you ain't getting in the pub on the 12th. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's just as simple as that. You can huff and puff about it. But if it's introduced, it's just tough. Huff and Do puff. Do you know, what's making me chuckle is like there's loads of people who are like, people need to wake up. This is forced control. You all need to wake up. And am I, I'm, I'm seeing these videos. How is it forced? It's requested. 
Well, I'm, I'm yeah, it's, it's forced actually. I'm seeing these videos, people saying like, "Yeah, the country needs to wake up," and I, and I'm going, "Well, what are you doing about it?" Yeah, what are you apart doing about from, it? Mate, apart from steering up with videos, I'm not waking up because I've had my vaccine, so a COVID passport isn't going to affect me because I'm having my vaccine, so I'll still be able to go to the restaurants and the pubs and the shops. It'll be, I'll be fine. So, it, so what was the reason for no vaccine for that video? Was he microchips? Oh fuck no! It was, it was it, he wasn't talking about the vaccine. He was he was literally just talking about the passports and how people need to wake up. And and I get it, but what are you doing about it? Are you just shouting into your phone in your house, or are you doing something about it? Are you going going to go protesting? Are you organising this? Um, you know, to go protesting against it, or are you just shouting into your phone? Are you writing mm. in capital letters on Facebook? I don't, you know, what are you doing about it? Because I'm not arsed, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not neither. I'm not going to go and join your protest because I'm not bothered because, fortunately, I've said it a million times, I've been okay during the lockdown. The government have paid me wages and I feel really fucking shit saying that because I know there's a lot of people who have struggled, who've lost businesses, who who are completely and utterly flat broke because of yep. it. And and I do feel horrible sitting here and going, I've been fine, but it's just the facts. I've been fine. The government have paid me wage, and I've gone back to work. And when I haven't worked, the government have started paying me wage again. Um, you know, everything's been cool. And I've had my vaccine, well, the first one anyway. You know, I've had that first shot, and I'm going to have the second shot. So if I have to have a passport that says, you've been vaccinated... Well, I've been vaccinated, so it's fine. I'll okay. I'll carry this little bit of card around with me in my pocket for when I want to go and grab a fucking Starbucks. It's it's fine. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. But if it bothers you that much, and if anybody listens to the show that it does bother, I really, really, and I'm and I'm the thing about Shingles' podcast is, is we're not dickheads, and we listen to everybody's point of view, and we're not gonna like go, you're wrong. I'm really interested into people's opinions about the passports and about vaccinations. And if you're choosing not to have one, why? I would love to know why. So please get in touch with the show. And I would love to know why you're not going to have one, why you're against the COVID passports. I want more information on this because, like I say, it doesn't bother me. So I'm not looking into it. If you can come at me with some info and let me know your side of the story, that'd be fantastic. So get in touch. Let us know. Maybe we can get you on the show in the next couple of weeks, and you know you can you can have ten minutes and 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 have a rant about it. It's cool. Like I say, th this show's not about censorship, and it's not about um, you know people not having their own opinions. Uh, which the proof is in the fucking pudding. If you go back a couple of years and listen to the old shows, it's it's all there. We <laughs> you know we let people talk. Um, so yeah, get in touch with us. I'd, I'd I'd love to know people's opinions on that. I'm I'm with you. The more the merrier. <laughs> I want to know why. I want to know why you're not having it. Just tell me the reasons why. Sorry, just drinking. Um, Picky yeah. conspiracy. Yeah, I'd I'd love to know the the reason. I, I mean, I, I know one guy who's like his immune system like a fucking tank. He never gets, he's like bloody Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. He never gets ill or anything. And he's like, I don't need it. I've, he's never had fucking vaccinations. He's never had the, and he's never had a fucking cold. He doesn't get anything. He's fit as a pissing fiddle all the time. And he's like, that was exactly the same. And he's like, well, I, I don't, I don't want it because 
I'm all right. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. At least, at least that's like a valid kind of argument. You know what I mean? I'm, I never catch anything. I'm always healthy. I never even get a cold. I, I'm, I'm all right. I, I don't really feel like I need it. Cleon, I never have a flu jab. I never have a flu jab. I never jab. have a flu jab. I'm normally, I'm normally all right. Nobody, um, nobody shouts at me. Nobody I didn't sh- want it, but I felt if I don't have it, I'm not going to be able to get a passport. So, so do let's you feel, I mean, do you, so do you feel like almost pressured into having it then, as if it is yeah. forced? Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I, I'm like, I, I don't never have, I never have a flu jab, but I very rarely get flu. In fact, I think I've had flu once. Um, I get a cold, but a flu jab's not going to help you against a cold. Um, you know, I think I've had flu once, so I never get flu jabs, but I got COVID and I did everything right. You know what I mean? You know, social distance, yeah. I wash my hands, you know, I fucking, I, when I had to isolate, when I didn't have COVID and I had to isolate anyway, I slept on the fucking floor in the front room. I didn't hug me kids for two weeks. You know what I mean? It's like... I, I did everything right. I wore my mask. I went to work. I came home. I didn't go anywhere I didn't need to be. I still caught it. So in my head, I'm like, you know what? I think I might be susceptible to it. I'm going to get the vaccine. That was my theory for having the vaccine. Whereas I've had nothing. The fact I'll get a COVID passport out of it is just a cheeky bonus. You know what I mean? So now I can go to uh, you know a restaurant and, and eat pizza, whatever. Mine was just, I know it's going to come in, so yeah. we might as well get it done. We might as well get it done. But you're not, um, you, you don't like f- fear the vaccine, you don't feel like you're going to have any issues with the vaccine? Like. Uh, not at this moment in time, no. A lot of people are like saying, oh, it's too rushed, it's been it's been done um, too uh, it, quick. It's and... just done, it's in my system now, so yeah. let's be honest, it's a bit late. Do you, you know, know, I'll be a zombie soon. So I've had me dodgy, I've had me dodgy leg like these last few this last week, and um, the whole like AstraZeneca blood clot thing popped yeah. into my head, and I was like, and like I know my mum was like, she phoned me because you know what I've just thought, and she's asking me what it's like, and she's like, and I'm, I'm like, I don't think it's a blood clot, mum. I think I've just pulled a muscle. Um, I noticed LBC a fucking scaremongering uh, about the whole blood clot thing. Apparently, seven people, seven Cleon, seven, seven people have died from a blood Out clot. How many? Okay, seven people have died from a blood clot out of everybody in the UK that's had the AstraZeneca vaccine. <laughs> seven, um, and it, there's no proof that it's related. Too, too fucking right. There's no proof that it's related. Seven people die of a blood clot, and they just happen to have had the AstraZeneca vaccine. It's not fucking related. It isn't. Yeah. Seven people out of everybody that's had it in the UK. It's not related. There's no evidence there. Show me the evidence. Once again, people who are listening, if there is evidence, I'm not looking for it because I'm not asked. Let us know. Oh, Bring it to the forefront, or shut the fuck up. Fucking brilliant way to uh, to get to the end of the show, Clean. We've done. We've made it to an hour. An hour. I was a bit. I was a bit. I was a bit skeptical this week because uh, you're a little bit tired. I'm a little bit tired. I think this has been uh, two, been two weeks where we've been a little bit tired. So I was a bit skeptical. My mine is. Um, I've just had a huge lamb, gammon. Oh mate. And mate. sausage dinner. We had beef. We had beef. Oh. Yeah, so just played football, and then I've had to have. Oh, let me just say, let me just say, 
thanks very much, Bird, Jody. That was an amazing <laughs> Sunday dinner. I had mint lamb, beautiful. Got the parsnip, it had a honey glazed over it oh, and, and all oh, the mate. fat and everything mate. else. And then I had sausage with, you know, the pinnacle, the sausage dinghy with the bacon around it. But actual bacon, yeah. smoky bacon wrapped yeah. around it, yeah. not, you know, your little crappy ones that you get frozen. That's actual uh, made, you know what I mean? Bit of gammon. I'm salivating oh. here, Clayton, I'm salivating. I was, ours was like... And then um, a cheesecake, Dave, after. Mate. Uh, ours was like, uh, we only had one meat, we had beef, um, but... It was I've been like half asleep for this entire podcast. It was like carvery. <laughs> it was like carvery because we had loads of um, veg left. So I'm eating away, and I noticed my plate's getting a bit light. And I says to her, "Do you say there's some veg left?" And she's like, "Yeah, there's there's loads, like and, and there's gravy." So I went back in the kitchen, filled my fucking plate up again with all the veggies, covered it in gravy, load of salt. Here we go. <laughs> like, what's your, what's your favourite pub meal? Pub meal. Mm. Oh. um... Honestly, man, I'm I'm a fan of the cheeseburger. If a pub does a cheeseburger, I'm having it. Cheeseburger oh, and chips. Oh no, mate! I love a gammon egg and chips. Yeah, I like a cheeseburger, chips with a, a couple of onion rings, a bit of salad. Two chicken Kiev. Chicken Kiev <laughs> in 1970. <laughs> two Jesus. Chicken, two chicken Kievs, <laughs> chips, mushy peas. Uh, yeah. So just before we wrap uh, the show up. Um, I just want to give a shout to uh, my friend Jess, who she's... You remember the push-up challenge from last year? Yeah. Well, Jess did the push-up challenge with, with myself and a couple of others who did it over on Instagram, but uh, she went full beast mode and did it for, I think, the whole fucking year or something like that. Uh, I, I did two months. I thought I did well at two months, but I stopped. And, you know, a lad called Cam, he carried on for a bit, but I, I just, I think she's still doing them now. Uh, she's just constant push-ups. Camera's on record. Uh, no, she's doing another push-up challenge for the month of April. Um, and she's raising money for grassroots suicide prevention. Um, now, I believe, don't quote me on this, I believe she raised money for the same uh, charity last year, uh, but yeah. I might be wrong on that. Um, however, uh, throughout the month of April, she's doing the push-up challenge, raising money for grassroots suicide prevention. So I just wanted to give her a little shout-out because um, she is a, a massive... Um, she always talks about mental health um, on her social media and she's an advocate for um, speaking out and talking about it and, you know, telling people that they're not alone and there are things out there. She all the time, she's absolutely brilliant when it comes to uh, mental health matters. Um, and like I say, she's raising money for grassroots suicide prevention by doing this push-up challenge. Uh, so it's um, 25 push-ups, I believe, through every day throughout the month of April. Um, if you want to support uh, the cause, go to justgiving.com forward slash Jess dash T. Um, that's just give, justgiving.com forward slash Jess dash T, J-E-S-S dash T. And uh, you can donate there. And um, give her a follow on Instagram if you want to know uh, any more of the details of, of what she's doing. If you want to watch her do the push-ups, it's all going up on Instagram. It's Bessie T twenty seven B E W S Y T twenty seven. So a little shout out for Jess there. Uh, absolutely fantastic what she's doing. Uh, she's on about she's four days in, uh, and she's already on forty five percent of the target. So 
you know, we've got the rest Bravo. of the month. Let's um, get that target smashed. Um, donate now. Donate now. Donate right now. And on that note, it's time to that wrap note. it up for another week. Uh, a big thanks to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Don't forget, you can listen to the podcast wherever podcasts are available, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on YouTube. Uh, the show generally goes up a couple of hours later than what it does on the podcast feed, but it does go on YouTube as well. Uh, so find us on your preferred podcast platform. Like us, subscribe, leave a review if you can, subscribe on everything. If you've got Spotify, follow us. If you use Apple Podcasts as well, subscribe. If you're on Stitcher, if that's still a thing, subscribe on there. Subscribe everywhere um, because that really, really, really helps us out. Give us a follow on our social media as well on Facebook.com. It's on Facebook.com. On Facebook, Facebook. it's Facebook.com. On Facebook.com. I'm not wrong, technically. On Facebook, it's Facebook.com forward slash Shingles List Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Shingles List PC. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Shingler MVOC. You can follow Cleon at KL Bewley. Follow us on Instagram at Shingles underscore List. Cleon is KL Bewley 5. We're on the stereo app, Shingles underscore List. And at KL Bewley. You guys are awesome. And we'll see you next time.